Alright, it's Young God the Pimp, and we have a few ads today. We're going to start with Universal Battle Realm, the Battle League. They have a special battle rap event coming up. It's Battle for the Zay. It's BOTZ versus UBR, and that's Universal Battle Realm. They're hosted in Albuquerque. They got some of the hottest battle rappers out close to the Midwest and West Coast, and they got a fire-ass event. They're taking on another battle rap league, and they're from San Jose, California, and it's going to be some fire battles. They got headlining. They got Ronnie versus Gray Fox. They got Pyrex versus Ryan. Then they also got Nine versus Knight the Poet. They got Devos versus MC Dammit. They got Biz versus Showcase. And that is going to be on one 11 and 125 that's january 11th and january 25th one half of this event is going to be in albuquerque the other half is going to be in san jose they're fighting for bragging rights they're fighting for the ability to talk the most shit and they're fighting for supremacy on the west coast so with that being said i'm going to be there i'm probably going to take a couple of the hosts of the podcast we're going to be trying to host battles we're going to be doing previews we're going to be interviewing a few of the battle rappers we're going to be interviewing a few of the league owners and we're going to try to put as much buzz behind this as we can because i actually feel like this event is going to be fire as shit so with that being said it's young god the pimp and this is ubr versus botz and that's battle of the zay and i got a feeling it's going to be some of the best shit that we're going to see all year and that's just january now after that I need all of you guys to give a special shout out to go follow on all social media platforms, Jay Sky. She's our podcast ambassador. She's a model out of Austin and she does so much for us. She does so much for our promotion. And I want y'all to make sure we give her as much love as we can. The Pimp Talk family, go follow Jay Sky. She's a bad bitch and she works even harder. So with that being said... You guys make sure to smash that like button, smash that follow, smash that share. Y'all give her some love. And that's B-O-T-Z versus U-B-R. And that's J-Sky. You guys go look her up. All right, it's Young God the Pimp. Today is an interesting and... This may be one of my favorite episodes before we even start. I'm here, solo dolo, with my tag team, with my motherfucking team member. It's Neek with the news. It's just us two today. Ayana's indisposed. She, uh, we gonna pretend she like... She in my ass, she Yeah, 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 we gonna pretend it's like... It's true, we raw and uncovering this bitch. The bitch like ain't, she the ain't, she ain't, uh, responded to the motherfucking group, damn. Since Friday morning, 11.09 was her last response. Put it like this. Ayana Matrix on all social medias. Call that bitch out. Where you at? Where you at? Let's let's talk that that shit in hopes that that's all it is and not something serious. If it's something serious, I promise you, I hope it's nothing serious at all because we love her so much. Just let us know. Yeah, we still love you even though you missed the episode. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All that means is we really thugging it out because it's... It, it's talk that shit with no filter today. It's talk that shit with un- oh my goodness, cause I'm here with Nick with y'all. We just gonna talk about a little bit, a little bit, a lot of bit. All right, but I gotta start it off with something a little bit, <laughs> a little bit funny. ATM went on one of his whole trips. I went on 
You know what? I kind of like that name. Yeah, I went on one of my whole trips. You see what I'm saying? I went out to Las Vegas, you know. You know how you, you just, just how these females be, they be posting and shit wherever they at. Every single Without month, the beach, because I ain't seen no beach. Don't worry about where the bitch I mean, you know what he said, like the exactly. females, because look, we I don't be seeing look, no niggas be posting when you, they in my age. Put it like this. You, in, you, in, in, if you look real close at some of the pictures, you may see toes, you may see bags. You may see a sock that's pink instead of black. No, he did not. So you know who that's for, but it damn sure ain't for your boy. You see what I'm saying? Talk that shit. I don't know how much is too much to spend on weed, but I spent that much. Yeah, he did. I had some shit called Pie Ho Kush. I hit it and was tired and I woke up. I've never experienced no shit like this before. I was tired. I had got off the plane. And we was like, damn, we hungry, we tired. Let's just check in and go to sleep. We like, you know what? Let's check in, go to the dispensary. It's our first time at the dispensary, and then we'll go to sleep. Just hit like one of one or two blunts, one or two woods, go to sleep, right? He rolled the wood, I rolled the blunt. We smoked the blunt. I hit it twice. I looked at my phone and it was like I could see. Do you know when you tired is you you can't really read shit. I look at my phone. I'm like, man, this shit is kind of okay. I start looking through Facebook. Yeah, I'm yeah. posting I, shit. I be like that. I'm Lovely. posting this shit. It come back to me. I hit it again. I go to Snapchat. Now I'm just now I'm just in this bitch snapping, talking shit. And shit. I look at my partner. I'm like, son, you good? He look at me. He like. Dog, I'm up for some reason. I look, I'm like, bro, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why I'm up right now, but we up. So he so he liked the wood. He liked the wood. That's when both of our stomachs started growling around the same time. So not only did we wake up, but it was like, yeah, you forgot. You was hungry. Go get some food too now. So it's almost like the weed was directing the rest of the night. The weed knew what was next. It's like, okay, you're going to smoke me. Then I'm going to wake you up. You tired. Why you tired? We got you. Now you going to go eat. I'm going to force you to go eat. That stomach growling. Go eat that. Then, the wood almost gone. We make it to the food. We eating. We roll another wood. Hit the wood. That bitch like, you know what's next? It's time for y'all to go walk around. I'm like, what you mean go walk around? He like, y'all, you, you, you was cold at first, right? Go walk outside. Nigga, I get out the car with the wood because that's what it told me to do. Because that's what the weed told you to I got out this car. It was 74 degrees. I'm like, dog, I think we need to go. And he was like, yeah, I think we need to go take a walk too, son. And we started walking around the strip. So we started walking with the wood. Now, now it's just looking around with us. Me, the weed, I hit it. It's like, look this way. And I'm looking this way. And it's something new I ain't never seen before. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Cosmopolitan? That's exactly what it's doing. I'm looking at the, I hit the weed and it point. The weed point. I'm like, oh, no. That's the Bellagio. I'm like, what? I pass it to him. He hit the weave. It point that way. What? That's Bally's Casino. I ain't never experienced no shit like this before. It's like the weed was the person from Vegas that was telling us where all the cool shit was at. Because we just somehow knew where everything was at. This the only weed I smoked the whole time? No. We smoked about six or seven different weeds. Weeds. That's weeds. a funny thing to say. Strains of weed. We had G13. Jenny Kush, we had Piho, we had Khalifa Kush, KK, that shit is the real deal. We had, what is that shit? It's, um, 
and some hydro sky fuel. That shit was ridiculous. We had some edibles. The edibles was uh the edibles was dolato, which is dosi do kush and gelato kush put together. And that was in edibles. I had some I had some I don't even know what the name of it was. I went to this dispensary and I I, I followed them on Instagram and shit and they gave me a point five of some purple shit that broke down into like two grams. I don't know how it was a point five, but when you broke it down, it was two grams. It don't make no sense. I guess they gave me, she told me a point five and just, she just kept doing it until it was. This shit was so purple. Yeah, I catch that ATM. Rose Kim's. <coughs> That's cap. <laughs> this shit was so purple. Like, it was more purple than it was yellow, and I didn't really see no green. Have you ever broke some weed down and wasn't really no green in it? Mm-mm. That shit was unexpected. That was the only word I could use. That shit was unexpected. You broke it down and it was purple. And you look at it. And you kind of stare at it. And you stare at Las Vegas. And you stare at this purple ass weed. <laughs> you stare at the whole motherfucking Las Vegas. The reason I say you stare at Las Vegas, because of course, Pimp Talk, we in Pimp Penthouse. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So... The okay. view that we had in comparison to the view that broke people had mm. was extremely different. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Niggas go to Vegas and be staying at the motherfucking Excuse Wyndham and shit. the fuck out of me. Because I'm be definitely going to check in at the Wyndham. Niggas, niggas go to Las Vegas and be staying at the Comfort Suites and shit. You got me. We, of course, we penthouse at the Hilton. Alara. Go check the, go check the photos if you need. For some reason, our windows was pink. I seen that shit. All the motherfucking videos is goddamn pink, and I'm yeah, like, that, that wasn't pretty the, ass nigga making me sick. You got me. Goddamn trip. <laughs> That's some hate that shit. I had a couple. Oh, it is some hate that shit. I very, had, very envious. Very, very envious. You know who was hating the most? People in my motherfucking inbox, like, oh, so you using pink filters now? I'm like, nah, nigga. You know the windows pink. You hating ass nigga. Go look at the weed, nigga. Pink filters, nigga, on the pink, pink windows. Made ass. So check my so besides so besides the weed. Because the weed was probably the third best part, which is saying something for my high ass. The second best part, and this bitch is literally on, Las Vegas is literally only a strip. The whole, like, you know how, I'm not going to lie, Dallas isn't as pretty, quote unquote, but it's so much more of it. So, like, if you want to come have fun in Dallas, you could probably have fun for two months. This nigga from Louisiana, y'all. Fuck this nigga. Whereas... Dallas is very beautiful. It is. In comparison to where the fuck I'm from, hell yeah. Matter of fact, I want to talk about that later. We're going to talk about how... I want to ask everybody that came from Katrina. Did y'all say how nice those projects was when y'all moved here? I came to the projects in Dallas, and they had two-story houses and shit, and I freaked the fuck out. I was like, this is how y'all poor people live? Can we move here with y'all? Shut I want to move here with y'all. Y'all got houses and shit and y'all broke? <laughs> I mean, there's no cap at all. The, the, Shut that the shit up. is amazing. Nigga, I was living in... That shit literally looked like prison cells where we lived. It was concrete floors, ceilings, and walls. But the shit still don't be looking nice out here, though. That shit looks nice. Oh, yeah, to y'all, to y'all. Nigga, a house wasn't... That didn't exist where I was from. So... Think about me going to Las Vegas and seeing this fucking strip. For some reason, everything is colorful. Oh, I'm sick of it. It don't matter what time it is. 
it always feels like the daytime. Plus, you're in the West Coast, which you don't understand. Las Vegas is in West Coast time zone. So it gets dark at 5 o'clock for some weird reason. Like, you look around at 4.30 and the sun is going down. But on the strip, that's daytime. When the sun starts going down, it just... I can't even... It's bow. It's just, just colors. Just pink, purple, blue, Gucci, valleys. It's people walking around, dancing, jumping. Niggas giving you free shit. Tickets. Go here. Come see this. You look like you got money. You look like you got money. Here's something free. Here's something free. People walking around smiling. It's free weed. You can just walk around with the blunt lit. Just crazy. Craziness. Right? And it's five. You calling people, it's seven. They starting to wind their day down. Now, it's 8.30, you getting dressed to go out. I'm calling my partners, it's 10.30. They're asking me why I'm calling them so late. And I'm forgetting. It's already been dark for four hours. So you in full nighttime mode, nightclubs, you see people walking around. It's great. It's 11 o'clock. You kind of getting tired. You don't realize you've been nightlife on the strip for six hours already. Seven hours. Tripping out. It's, it, it, it's the perfect way. It, it, it keeps you almost in a trance. You never sleep. You never really get the opportunity. You go to the hotel, your hotel has a casino. You be dragging me by my leg. I'm a cancel. We sleep. Your hotel... No, you... Right when you go to sleep, you're either going to eat something, smoke something, drink something, or see something that you've never seen before in your life, and it's going to wake you back up. That's what happened to me. I'm the most sleepy, I'm going to bed ass nigga ever. 9.30 is time. I'm looking around. I'm in the hotel room. We take a wrong turn. Now we in a mall. For some reason, a hotel connected to a mall. If you go to the third floor, it's the hotel. But if you go to the third and a half floor, you on the mall now. We take a left, we looking at motherfucking Foot Locker and Champs and shit. And I go get a smoothie and shit. And I'm trying to go to sleep. Now I got a smoothie, the most delicious smoothie I've ever had in my life. I'm drinking that bitch. I see a slap machine. I'm like, damn. I ain't even spend no money on, on gambling while I done been here, right? And I done been here for a few days. Let me put a little money in the slot machine. I put $10 in the slot machine. I make $32. Of course, I fucked the $32 up in the slot machine and lose it all. Obviously, it's Las Vegas, but still. It, it's every time. And now I'm excited. I got my adrenaline up. I just made $30. I got a delicious I smoothie. Yeah, I just, I just got a delicious smoothie. You see what I'm saying? That's a B2. That's a, that's a sucker. And you don't even realize you made a wrong turn on accident. Now, you done been gone 45 minutes. In the hotel, so nice. My partner forgot his room key. They didn't even let this nigga on the elevator. They had this nigga downstairs in the lobby looking crazy. Because, of course, he black. They ain't just going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Ain't no, just... Of course, he black. No, what? Ain't no... Oh, yeah, yeah. You probably are on the, pent flo the penthouse floor, nigga, <laughs> by yourself with some Nikes on. Absolutely not. You better call somebody. So they... My lights and they looking like real hood niggas. My lights on the motherfucking penthouse fucking floor. My light skin ass comes down the elevator. He looks at me like I'm tripping. Bloom hit the key. We walk off. He just kind of looked like. He, have you ever 
I don't know you. I don't Child know if y'all have seen it, but people have given me this look a lot. Cause I don't just look like the conventional nigga. I get that he must be a rapper face all the time. That is the most annoying face to get from like white people or people at rich establishments that ain't seen me before. Cause we went to the Palm. The Palm is a restaurant in Vegas. Me and my niggas, five of us, ordering lobster and steak. You see what I'm saying? Steak and shrimp. These niggas is talking about the bill every time they walk up on us. Hey, hold, we got it. We, we, we got it. We you just the, make sure this water motherfucking fool. We want this three pound lobster. Bitch. I want this steak medium, yes. We got it. That bag. So you know what ended up happening? When it comes to the end, bam, 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 pay for it. Bam, bam, you get the tip, little gratuity. But we ain't tip none of the people that helped him. Like four or five people helped this dude serve this table. We only tip the server. Cause he the only person that ain't say that. All the other people was talking. I'm like, what you worry about this? What you worry about this bill for? We got that. You tripping on that. This Wait, so what exactly were they seen? It was just kind of like, da 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 da. Let's order the lobster. Let's order the dessert. <laughs> you do know that the dessert is $89. I mean, you do know that the lobster is $89, correct? I'm like, yes. The lobster, three pounds. Let me get this dessert. You do know that this dessert is 37 plus each ice cream is this. Yes, I want two scoops of ice cream with that. Two of those, not just one. I know it come with one, I want two ice cream scoops. And make sure you charge me extra. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, charge <laughs> that little extra for the ice cream. It's no, for real. It's no, it's no big deal, we, gonna, we got that. Do you see what I'm saying? I can't say any more snobby it's, ass it's, white people, it, bro. I wasn't even tripping, cause you know why? I like that look. It's annoying, but I like that look. Ah, you must be a rapper. Yeah, you're goddamn right. I'm spending rapper money that you don't got. That's why you work here and I'm eating here. How many lobsters have you ate from this spot that you work at? The three pound. Legally. Cause you gotta buy it. The three pound. As a matter of fact, I want you to cut that up for me. I don't wanna have to, I don't wanna have to crack my lobster. I want you to crack that up for me. Bro, so, cause they so, just so, be so fucking, oh, they just be, they look at you like with pity. Like I take pity on you, I'm better than you, I got, I got something better than you, or you only got this because. It's uh. cool. Crack my lobster for me, please. I don't want to have to do that myself. Fucking. Go ahead, crack that for me. Then bring me my dessert, two scoops. Then I'm gonna pay for that. Mm -hmm. And then none of you niggas around you is getting tipped. This server was dope. The server, our actual just regular... Cause you know it was a lot of us, so a couple people helped, and it's a nice restaurant, so a few people helped. The server was cool, cool white dude, bald. You could tell he been working there. You can tell he been dealt with a few rappers before. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So he was cold. The rest of them nick niggas. The thing that I didn't like though, I accidentally ordered breakfast. Two pieces of French toast, four pieces of bacon. Two eggs, some strawberries, and some oranges, $53. On top of the lobster. That was room service at just breakfast. I just ordered breakfast at room service. That was the one thing I was not happy about. When they gave me the ticket. The bacon was alright. Like it was it was better than regular bacon. It was applewood, maple bacon. It was it was good. The French toast was eh, first off. <laughs> 
the eggs was perfectly made. These was the most perfect eggs I've ever. When I said I wanted these eggs, I'm not an egg girl. I wanted these eggs medium scrambled. They medium scrambled the fuck out these eggs. Thank God. So with that being said, fifty three dollars. I almost cried. I'm looking at this ticket like, ah, um, is this gonna come out the incidentals or? And then it was like, yes, absolutely. You will not get your answer down back if you don't pay this. I'm like, I'm going to pay this $53. Just go ahead. Swipe this card, please. Tell me this when I go to Speaking of $53, each of the eights was $60 each. They don't give a fuck. It was worth it because... I'm going I'm to go ahead and say this. You weed men ain't putting three fives in these bags. Get the fuck out. Because I was getting eights. I was getting eighths. When I say eighths, like three wood, four wood eighths. Like seven, eight blunt eighths. These fat ass, fat, delicious eighths. Like you open the jar and it's like, nigga, this look like five gram eighths. You niggas is putting 2.6 in the bag. Put the three five. Or I'm not buying it no more. I will move to Vegas on you niggas. You know damn well I'm your best customer. Eighths. Baby is skeezy. Oh, skin fast, baby. Ace. Ace. I'm tired of you niggas. I want to go back. I want to go. We going to go. Them talking going to go to Vegas. And we go. I'm going to get a phone specifically for just being on live the entire time we're in Vegas. The my, my cousin, my kid's cousin or aunt. The strippers. She just came back and got married. The strippers are terrible. The strippers are terrible. The strippers aren't great. Do you like unseasoned ass cheeks? Do you like unseasoned ass cheeks? Do you like your ass cheeks with red handprints on them before you get there? Rigged. Unseasoned. You like vampire ass cheeks? I like round ebony booties. Ebony is not the word that you're going to get in Vegas when you go to the strip club. No, it's not. I like the big... Pale. <laughs> Melanin free. <laughs> Absent of color. Meat deprived. Bro, I just seen somebody stated on Facebook. Was it you? It was you. You were saying how these skinny bitches keep getting jobs at strip club. And I'm I don't like, know oh. what's that for. I don't care how many tricks you can do, bitch. That ass ain't moving. It don't be moving at a fucking hour. They move their whole fucking body like me. If I want to see a bitch do tricks, I could go to the internet. I need ass to move in my face right now. I went to that Vegas strip club and walked out. You see better shit happening in twerk videos. I'm not gonna lie. It is now on my bucket list to go to Vegas and buy somebody some box. Cause it's real easy to buy some box out there. Really? Yes. Hmm. Really easy. Buy me some box. Would you take some box? I would let do they do they eat me? Yeah. They yeah. Eat me? That, that that's what you pay for, yes. That's all? That's that's what you want. 
Yeah, you can pay for whatever. <laughs> okay, they, I'm they, down. You pay them and then tell them what you want them to do. You can pay. You can pay. You can pay for that. I would pay for that. You can pay for that. You can't watch them. I don't have to. Okay. I don't have to do that. I can pay to watch some other motherfuckers. Okay. That's what the point. You pay for okay, whatever you want. <laughs> All right. So I hope the podcast heard. We're gonna be going to Vegas real soon, and I'm and gonna be buying. And what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So y'all better hope we go live. Down the league, some blocks. Where we going? Would we go? Would we go? I don't know if you would go live for that part. You know what? You should come to California, bitch. You should go to California. Yeah, you know I'm. Yeah, I'm down to go to California. Okay. The only sucky part about Vegas is if it's not the Strip, you're looking at mountains because it's just. They live like people in Afghanistan in Nevada. Bro, it's just a day. I seen somebody say that. They said if somebody tell you it's around the corner in Vegas, they lie. Yeah, it's what you mean around the corner. It's on this strip. If it's not on this strip, it's probably a clay house or some shit. They live in tents out there. That shit's kind of weird. I did climb mountains though. That was fun. Someone else happened on the trip. That's it. Um, did you get some box? Nah. Oh, what? That's. I didn't get no box. I did get a. I got a few numbers. I got a. I got a few numbers. And I almost brought this one chick to the hotel. But. But. Have you ever not trusted? Every day. Some box. Every goddamn day of my life. And it was. It, it looked good. <laughs> It just didn't look safe. Is right. that the best way to describe it? Goddamn day of my life. It looked good. Like, I was like, yeah, I would definitely do this. My partners was like, yeah, definitely do this. But then I, as I was texting her, it just wasn't safe. It just didn't seem... It didn't sit right with you. It just seemed like some unsavory box. Like, it seemed like some box where you wake up in the morning and you look at the bitch and it's like... If you don't get the fuck out now, I promise to God I'm calling the police. Like it, it, and she was attractive as fuck. She just looked like she probably smoked cigarettes. Like when I tell you it was rough, like oh, you can't smoke that cigarette weed. I didn't know. I couldn't trust it. Oh my back, yeah. How is weed legal and you still smoke cigarettes? I couldn't trust it. Like I didn't know what it was. Her voice was just so strong, like. It just seemed like the words was attacking me. Like every time I talked to her, I just wasn't. And I bet you, I bet you it was fine. I know that box was just. I just know it. I just. Girl, and that's another thing. But how you gonna automatically just think her box hot because she was cute? It's not because she was cute. Like when she walked, like it looked like it was opening and closing every time. It's just that ass was just loose. Like it was just a look. It looked like she done did this before, and that was kind of one of the reasons. Like, it looked like niggas have walked up to this bar with money and got her number and got that box, and then she went back to her job, and they, like, went back to her. Shut up. Yeah, like, I was like, I don't know what number did you, I'm... Did you buy her a drink? I don't buy these bitches drinks. What kind of question I is wish that? I would have seen this nigga face. What? I'll throw a drink in his face. He told me that drink. shit. You can drink out of the bottle I that we bought. I don't buy these bitches drink. <laughs> you can drink out of the bottle that we bought. I don't know. I don't know. What <laughs> Am I T-Pain? Do I have auto-tune on my voice, bitch? I'm not I buying mean, you a goddamn thing. 
and then your ass went to the motherfucking bar and paid for it yourself. I don't know what, 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 or drink out this bottle. We got some Montana, and it was some real, it was some vintage shit. I drank some brown that was so smooth, it didn't even hit you until it went down here. What was it called? I think it was like Martell or so it was some expensive shit that started with an M. It was good. This your cake. But when I tell you this bitch was unsavory, like I just felt like I'm not the first nigga with money that then came to this bar. Right. Nobody came. You'd have had the for real, for real duties before. And it's like, it's cool if you didn't did this before, but hide it. Really what it is, what it was to you is, if not you, then who? What other bitch in here? Exactly. It gotta be somebody. Right. He just wanted it to be her. He didn't offer the bitch no money. She ain't even offer no twat. No, no, she definitely was going to offer some boxer. That's not the Was reason. going to. Yeah, what? You, all I got to do is take pictures in this hotel room and you come in. Like, that only... Once the pictures that I took in this hotel room from the bedroom, I was like, yeah, bitch, you want to come in here? And she was like, on... She would have came. Like, I showed her... She was ready to come. But then I was like... I'm going to go... Back to the weed dispensary. And I just went back and bought some weed. I'm too sexy for my shirt. She thinks she whispered. One of these days, like I said, we definitely got to go over there and get you some box. That's going to be fun. Better be I got to get one of my partners. Because it's like, I hate when my partners, because I posted this on Facebook. I hate when my partners be like, I don't want a wife, no hoe. And then my thoughts be like, bro, you haven't got no box since high school. You need to wife something. Mm -hmm. Like, soon. Mm -hmm. Because at this point, okay, are you going to wait for 10 points and then that's all you're going to have for your life is 10 points? Are you going to get 7 points, 8 points, 10 points, 7 points, 7 points? These niggas is waiting for some bad bitch that also play video games, that also want to cook and clean, that also backflip on dick, that also like your ugly ass and you don't make no real money. The real bad bitches go for niggas with real money or like super dumb attractive niggas. Bro, it's up to you. You know what? That ties into the main topic of today's show, too. The whole depression and anxiety. Yeah. And, uh, um, it just died. And suicide shit. But the simple fact that, that was, that's what makes these niggas. Yeah. That is what be making people crazy sometimes. Like, she don't want me. She wanted him. Or... He didn't want me, he wanted her. So now I got depression because that is a, I can't have what I felt like was rightfully mine. People have to understand that not everything is for everybody. The American dream is a blessing and a curse. People are going to have to learn that the American dream is a blessing and a curse. What I mean, what I mean by that is... Yes, the ability to say that you can have anything in this world if you work for it is great, but it also makes you entitled and feels like you deserve things. I don't deserve shit if I didn't earn it. But that's a lot of people are they miss that part. They miss the you didn't you got to earn it and get the well, it's America, why don't I have it? And that's rough. So then when they don't have it and they don't get it, then they fall up into this deep corner or this deep hole of yep. what the fuck am I going to do? What am I doing? And put it like this. De depression isn't sadness. It's an emptiness. 
and emptiness is worse than sadness because things can make you happy but it's a lot harder to fill a void than it is to make somebody happy that was sad i could be sad that i lost twenty dollars get twenty dollars and i'm happy i could get depressed and twenty dollars not gonna fix it a hug not gonna fix it time may not even fix it and for a lot of people it's a it's an emptiness it's a sense of they don't have a purpose it's a sense of lost purpose it's a sense of failure it's a sense of finality that's why a lot of people turn to religion because religion gives you a finality it gives you a hope for a future that you didn't have for for me the whole concept of it is something that i don't necessarily need reason being is the things that they describe in heaven i want to see right now so should i wait or should i go for those things now right if heaven is everything that i desire at my disposal the ability to live the way i want to live do what i want to do see who i want to see be with who i want to be with whenever i want to be with them and be in the places i want to be with all the time i can do that now i do not hold on to things like people that have passed away and feeling like i'm gonna get that finality of seeing them again if it happens great is that something that in this life i can look forward to no why because i don't have an answer but a lot of people need to give themselves an answer and religion is an answer for a lot of people when you die what happens right why does that matter if you're alive that puts people in a sense of now a lot of people get depressed when they feel like they may have failed their religion failed god in a sense failed the people around them because a lot of times failure in oneself usually doesn't affect people as much as when you fail someone else did you notice that yes when you ah, i failed damn i feel bad no one sees no one cares you fail and people see it you fail and people around you notice you fail and people around you are affected by it it hurts worse that's a real big sense of depression and for men, a lot of the times, depression is more financial. The younger generation, not, not I'm not going to say the younger generation, younger people from a certain age group, let's say you started 14, 15, which is really young, and I hope no 15-year-olds are going through this right now. Right. 13, 14-year-olds, that's terrible. But you, we, we know what real life is. So let's say you start these kind of, if you know I mean, you getting bullied in things, 14, 15. Uh-huh. And See, you know what? Honestly, in 2019, going to 2020, it's starting a lot earlier. 11, 12. It's social Shit. media. 11, yeah. 12. So, and then let's say it'll last till maybe uh, uh, 1920, where it's something that can be directly affected by other people you see constantly. That's high school. That's social media. That's, you know what I mean? Things when it comes to just other people and maybe your physical appearance or the way you were raised or you not having money. Once you become an adult, a lot of times depression stems from two things relationships and money there's people that get depressed because you know family members passed away but a lot of times that type of stuff can get healed through 
when you feel like your situation can't change, when you work 10 hours a week, I mean 10 hours a day, six days a week, five days a week, so you don't even have enough time to apply for another job to try to get yourself out of the situation you're in, you're working at a spot you don't like. You're in a car you don't want to drive, and you're in a relationship that would be better if y'all had money, but it's not as good because y'all broke. Your relationship isn't fucked up because y'all don't love each other. Your relationship's fucked up because y'all don't have the money to love each other. It's America. Relationships cost money. Love costs money in America. Love isn't free in America. But now let's break some of that back down. You started off with niggas' main problem is niggas' main problem with depression is that they be broke. Yes. So then you want to take that, I ain't got no motherfucking money today, but my bitch do. Or she also ain't got no money, you know? So now I'm even more pissed off. What the fuck you been doing all day? Or what the fuck you been doing with your life? You know, now he flipping switches and that's where the bipolar kick in because baby was just good yesterday. Yeah. You know? Or whatever. Or you got the niggas who want to actually take it from the uh, verbal abuse and then you want to hit on her. Yeah. Cause you it, mad cause you ain't go hit on them you you didn't hit on them dice so you really crapped out on them dice yeah. with them boys. It's it could be it could be anything, and you you it could be it could be that lick that you thought was gonna be ten thousand that was five hundred. It could be that check that you know you missed two days but you was just hoping it wasn't gonna be that low and you really missed two hundred dollars on that check. And now you bring Ale into the relationship, your depression. Now you causing depression onto her. And then let's just, God forbid, is one of those, you know, pregnancies or, you know, she pregnant, finna have the baby, just had the baby. Who knows? Now she in postpartum depression. Postpartum depression is a motherfucker. And that's a fact. And People do not talk about that one enough. They don't talk about it in black people, black uh, African-American depression, hell, depression in female, uh, African-American females, and then depression in postpartum depression. People don't talk about it even fucking enough. And that's why people don't feel like they can just feel comfortable. They can get the help that they need. They rather swallow in it and wallow in it, and then they don't want to talk about it to nobody. They just close themselves off, and then that's where you go into the suicide. Because I don't have nobody to talk to, and I don't have nothing else to do. And it's the only thing I can turn to. And so then they go... You know, I don't want to go too graphic into what they do, but if, you know, they take it. They take it to yeah. that extent of it because there's no other outlet that they feel is possible. But there is. This is one thing, and I'm not gonna actually blame anybody for this happening because this is this is subconscious. Everybody will do this. You with a woman, and you've been making a certain amount of money. She's been living a certain lifestyle for a long period of time with you. For a long period of time with you. But you fall off. You get low. You go down. Even though she may want to ride for you. She is riding for you. She is also used to a lifestyle. And it's not easy for everybody to just switch and transition so the man is mad at the woman for hey baby you you know i don't got it like i used to but a lot of times that man doesn't understand it's like yeah my bad i know you don't got it like you used to but i forgot i'm not used to you not having it like you used to i just want to explain something as a black man in America, 
that has been in close to every tax bracket except for the super upper echelons. I've been in a hundred thousand tax bracket. I've been in the ten thousand tax bracket. I've been in a five thousand, and I'm talking a year tax bracket. So with that being said, as a black man in America, in his late teens, early twenties, who doesn't have no money, and you know damn well that you can't dribble a basketball, or I'm going to use this analogy, it doesn't really apply to me, but you can't dribble a basketball or spit a verse your way to success, right? You know that's not the lane that you in. But you done already fucked off school. Now you're in a situation where your job to job, certification to certification, and you're making a certain amount of money. You're on social media seeing a different amount of money. From niggas, from niggas you feel like you you were close to, that you used, used to be close to, and you just know. This is where I could be, should be, maybe, will be eventually. You see the women that they're dating. Right. You see the women that you want to date that aren't responding to your DMs or your text messages because... They date niggas with real money. And it's not your it's not their fault. They're not even trying to be gold digger type of women. But let's say she's making forty thousand a year. And eventually she wants to marry somebody that she wants to provide for them. Right? Are you gonna get somebody that's making thirty four thousand a year and you're making forty and you're gonna stop what you're doing and have them provide for you at thirty four? Or would you try to go for somebody that's making over for you? Is that a bad thing? And the reason I say that is because as a man, you know you're either going to be paying for yourself or paying for a woman. You see what I'm saying? And it's not necessarily paying for her in a bad way, but the, the society that we're in, men provide. And especially a lot of dudes want to be married and they want to meet a woman that all I want you to do for me is make me happy. I'm going to pay you, basically. I'm going to give you a house, give you a car, or put you in my car, and I'm going to quote-unquote indirectly pay you to make me happy for the rest of my life. That's what men do in relationships and marriages. They pay women to make them happy. In ways, in a sense. You see what I'm saying? Unless it's just, you know, soulmate shit. And it's just super... That's not how it works all the time. Most of the time, it's, I really like you. You really like me. And it's financially compatible for us to be together forever. Exactly. And then it's going to grow into love because we made this partnership and a partnership is working. And I'm with you every day. You're with me every day. Yeah, I damn sure can't see my life without you. I need this partnership and I'm, I need you too. It doesn't have to start like that. But if the partnership is right, if the business is right, then the relationship is going to work. If it's financially beneficial, mentally beneficial, the emotions is just in. Mm -hmm. You know how many rich women, I mean, you know how many celebrity wives is getting cheated on and they don't even care. Because the money is there. Because the and it's not, foundation And it's not even necessarily the, the money. It's like, okay, nigga, if you, a, if you a sex symbol, 
and you making this money and you gotta go fuck bitches to keep making this money, go fuck you a couple groupie hoes so they keep coming to your show. If it's one on a tour of fucking 50 shows and you fuck three groupie bitches and you, my kids is going through college before they're even born, just don't let me find out. That nigga said my kids. I need y'all to really listen to what ATM just said. Just don't let me find out. My kids are going to college before they're born. There's a lot that... <laughs> statements... Not my kids. My kids are already born. But statements, like, but statements like that is why women... You put up with more. Of course, niggas, you gonna get bitched at and yelled at by your girl if she make more than you. She needs other things from you. For real. Thanks. If you making less, then yeah, she gonna be mad when she come home and shit ain't clean. Nigga, why are you on the game? You need my money. Quit playing. Go and it ain't even something. so much as that that I want to throw something back in your face. It's that, like you said, if we can be a team, then things can actually, the world could rotate. Niggas gotta think, if the roles was reversed and you was making that 50000 and she was making 25000 and she came that home, shit gonna eat you alive. And she came home and didn't clean your house. She would not live in your house. Why? What is she there for? If you making fifty and she making twenty five and you're still spending your fifty on her, then what's the point of her being there? Now, if y'all making the same amount, then everything should even as the money's even. But that's the thing. It's twenty nineteen, almost twenty twenty, and nobody's making the same amount. Nobody's making nearly the same amount because you got somebody in the relationship who's want to chase their dreams or not do anything at all with their life or just be one of them hustling ass people. And then you got the other person in the relationship who really want to work, really want to make the money, really want to bring some type of income into the house and then do other things with that income. You know, she thrive, like build, Stand on something. I got to talk my shit on this point. And niggas going to be mad at me and I don't give a fuck. Okay? When I tell you right now, black women are the most educated group of people in America. What that that means is, it's kind of hard to tell that bitch to submit to you. It's kind of hard to tell that bitch that... You run this household when she has a master's degree and you have your GD. It's hard. So, we've already put ourselves behind the eight ball. Yes, white people have put us behind the eight ball. Yes, society has put us behind the eight ball. Yes, the system has put us behind the eight ball. It didn't put us behind our women. If they the most educated, why we not the second? Since we're not, and it's a situation where... Every girl you meet now has a college degree almost. Every girl you meet now damn sure graduated high school. You see what I'm saying? And you been trapping for four years and you don't know when that shit's going to fall off. You expecting regular college girls to ride for you when you go to jail? And you mad that she flaked on you and she's been a regular chick with a mother and a father? You go to jail for five years and you want to be with you when you come out? That doesn't make sense. We have to put ourselves in positions where we're starting to establish generational wealth. Businesses, law firms, practices, hospitals. Now, before you can do that, before you can create generational wealth, 
you have to be able to break generational curses. Exactly. Let's talk about old girl being on her motherfucking phone. Exactly. Let's look. Look. The the the, the young niggas getting belts that needs to happen. Okay, that's not one thing. That 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 I'm not worried about that. The reason that you beat a kid on his ass, though, is because that's the softest, most cushioned part of your body. When they tell you you fall from any high place, they tell you land on your butt because that's the only way you're probably going to survive. So with that being said, I didn't like the whole hitting a nigga in arms and legs and shit. That's not really safe. Shit, the, not just that. It went, around his, it went, across, it went across his face, too. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, just I like you said, mean. the saying is, a hard head like a soft ass. If he was acting up at school, she had all right to go her his ass up where he was acting up at. Damn but she went up there acting a motherfucking fool, dragging his boy from the fucking yeah. cafeteria all the way outside, you calling him a- everything from a child of God. What? Okay, so when I found out that somebody that came with her recorded it, I was not happy. Dad. That bothered me. What were you, what were you, the, the what person, was the intentions of the to person, go back home when he got home to say, this is how I fucked you up? The person that recorded the video of her doing all of this craziness came with her. So it wasn't like it was a teacher or something and they were trying to entrap her. That's why her ass is in jail and it's not on the news. Because it was like, yeah, it was open and shut. One of your partners recorded it. Not only did you accidentally hit an administrator, the bitch was white. Second, you scared the living shit out this white woman. Oh my <laughs> God. Nice. Beside... Let's not talk about that, son, for but a she second. Ain't never we, gotta, her no more. We, we gotta lighten this up some. We gotta stop scaring white people, fam. Y'all look, y'all do realize like they they don't it's twenty nineteen, all the white people is like they on eggshells right now. Trump the president, they don't know if that's okay or not. They don't wanna be cool with it. The the rich ones gotta be cool with it. They can't even mention his name. People saying the N word, chicken sandwiches. Let's just avoid it. like white people is horrified right now. So don't put yourself in a situation where you're overly scaring white people. If the police is scared and they supposed to be trained not to be scared, you think the regular white people ain't scared right now? Don't do nothing stupid, okay? This lady could have gotten shot by a police officer screaming at that white lady like that in that school like that. She don't know what the hell she doing. You scream at that little nigga at home, okay? Don't stop calling your sons bitches, too. My dad ain't... Ain't niggas, the phone... All of the motherfucking bugs Break generational curses That's why everybody has fucking depression Anxiety Everybody committing suicide How many 10 year old 10 and under People are you seeing Matter of fact I'm gonna talk a lot of motherfucking shit Google it Google it Nah you're right Oh 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 oh. Google that shit How many under 10 people Under 10 year olds have committed committed suicide this year in 2019 that shit is scary and let's just um, think about why and look well it starts at home that's where it starts and then you walk to school or you get dropped off at school my dad and then you go back home i mean but you know i agree you go with my dad. your cousin house. He, he never really made the n-word negative like i and i understand that like i said it's wrong you're right we, we as a as a people we really should kind of get rid of it as a whole but it's like it's like, it's like, goddamn, okay, just look, okay, yeah, we were slaves, and they was using the word nigga and shit like that, and it was bad, but like, 
what's so what's so great about the word nigga that you gotta use though? I this, use it. I'm not gonna lie. I use it, so this, I'm not gonna be a hypocrite and, and say, I'm not gonna, "Oh, you need to stop doing something I'm I don't do." I'm not gonna sit here and act like it's so. There's something so good about the N word. It's just that it's not that bad to me. Like, okay, I don't have white friends that say the N word that I'm just okay, cool with, not tripping on, but. I do got Hispanic partners that say the N-word that I don't really care. Honestly, I don't really care. Nigga means male to me. Nigga is male to mm -hmm. me. You see what I'm saying? I done, I done grew up on a lot of boondocks. You see what I'm saying? I done grew up on a lot of adult cartoons. It's a lot of men in my household. Nigga is a word. Okay. And then we also remember ATM is from New Orleans. It is a lot, ruggish, a lot more ruggish out there. Nick, look. The fact that my nigga, in, when I got old enough, I upgraded from nigga to bitch. And not bitch in a bad way, bitch. In a what's up with it, bitch? What you doing, bitch? Hey, hit me Ooh. up when you're at the house. Yeah, yeah, you you see me? So, so as a man from New Orleans, you upgrade from little nigga to what's up with it, bitch. And that's not a bad thing. That just means that I'm close enough to you to be mean to you and it's not mean. Mm -hmm. So I think nigga means male. That's always how I, I know what the implications are. But... But it's a brain fuck. It's fucking, right, fucking yeah. up these kids' minds. And I do understand. In the community, this society is a motherfucking home because these white people looking at us like, yeah, and that's the and that and that's the thing. It's like okay, you just said you don't want me to say that word, but you just said it to him. See, is it because you're black? You can say it because you're it's, black. It's just one of them things where it's like, if we knew that it wasn't gonna get exploited, then we probably wouldn't really trip. First off, it was exploited at first, and that's why it's a motherfucking racial slur. And now that it's a term of endearment, if we knew that you motherfuckers wasn't going to exploit it and still make it a racial slur, we might, but we can't because we don't trust you niggas. And the reason we don't trust you niggas is because it's obvious that there's always something happening new and racist that's negative. And I can't, I, look, it would be nice if I could say nigga and it wasn't random black people and white people that's like, ah, oh, you shouldn't say that. First off, I was a nigga before I was Anthony. I was, that little nigga is born. What is his name going to be? Probably Anthony. If that makes sense. I was the little nigga before I was Anthony. That was what they called me first. So, yeah, I mean, it's like, for me, it's like, nigga is like, Cranberries. It's just a word in your vocabulary. Nigga is just like cell phone. It's a word that I use. Which fucks with me because it's like, damn, eventually it's going to be a point, and I hope I'm dead, but it's going to be a point where nobody can say nigga. But this this is also the same stereotype. I don't want to live in a world where I can't say nigga. With the word bitch. Oh, he better not call me no bitch. Hey, bitch. Look. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. I kind of look. Now, bitch. I'm a lot of my homegirl's Cat Williams friend, so I get to call women bitches more than any man probably in America right now, and it'd be okay. Like, my homegirls call me, and they'd be like, da -da -da, how do you feel about this situation? Ah, bitch, I think you wildin'. And they not gonna even mention that they just got called a bitch. They're gonna be like, what did I do wrong? Because you know goddamn well if I'm calling you a bitch right now, you might be doing some bitches. You might be well. Yeah, I'm, never, I'm not going to lie to you. So it, it has to be some bitchness happening for me to even stretch that out. Because I'm going to use home, girlfriend, love, bestie, whatever the little fake-ass little term you want me to use. Okay. But you bitch when you fucking up. 
when you cheated on that nigga, you lie, bitch, you can't be cheating on niggas. When you see what I'm saying? When you bought that motherfucking outfit that you couldn't afford because your rent is due, ah, bitch, why you buy that? You see what I'm saying? When you send me that nude that you gonna send to that nigga that you like and you doing this weird white girl pose, ah, bitch, that's not sexy. You see what I'm saying? And they don't have no problems with that. But niggas haven't built that rapport with women. They've they've grown up degrading women. They've grown up not taking the sides of women. So when it's time to actually degrade a bitch, now you can't even do it. And you 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 even say B, and they they looking at the phone hard, or they looking at you hard, cause you better not use bitch. I use bitch in songs, and they gonna jam that shit. Then let's talk about the way the the way they dress. Who? Females. Who? Man. And then you want somebody to respect you and not call you this and not call you that. It's a lot of ass-throwing, regular working women. It's a lot of ass-showing. Regular, regular working, working women. women. And it's like, damn, like, do I hop in your inbox and be like, I want some of the ass I just saw? Or do I hop in your inbox and be like, I'm going to spend money and treat you nice? Because I want to, I'm the type of nigga, I'm going to do both. I need to, look. Because if I'm going to start spending money, what am I spending money on? Can I sample it? You showing it to me. Then you don't want nobody talking to you. And, and I get it. I get the whole... I don't. No is no thing. But what look at the perspective. Sh- what are you showing me? Why are you showing me this? Mm-hmm. And then if you tell... Okay, so you can't be like, damn, you sexy. Get out my inbox. You can't be like, why you got that on? Get out my inbox. And you can't be like... You want me to look, not say nothing. But then if nobody's looking, then you do more shit. Mm-hmm. So you want people to look, but not say nothing. That's why I wish I had this podcast during the Aisha Curry situation, because I was really upset at that bitch. How dare you be like, I want to reject some niggas. I want niggas to look no, at no, me. No, 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 no. I get her drift. Ah, I get her motherfucking drift. Listen to me. You could, But you could do that without doing it the way that these women do it, throwing ass on Facebook. Put on a sexy outfit, okay? It don't gotta be revealing. You don't gotta be revealing to be fine. Hit the gym. If you thinking that people not thinking you attractive, okay, go get you some abs. Do some squats. Go get you some abs or something. Do some squats, okay? Or or get you some new outfits or something and be cute. It's okay to be cute, but these bitches out here trying to find a husband throwing ass. I'm going to catch the ass, but I don't know if I want to wife you after that. Right. I'm the type of nigga that will get some box and then still trying to see if you a good girl afterwards. I don't care. That's different for me. I'm a different type of nigga. It's still niggas out here asking women they body count during the talking phase. First off, that's gay, but I'm not going to comment on that. Niggas out here who don't want you to have male friends. And that's it. Go, that goes with his insecurity. Is his okay, own okay, fucking issue okay, with some okay, male. Okay, okay, I'm going to have to defend him a little bit. Why? The reason I'm going to have to defend him a little bit. Because I had a friend throwing pussy at you? No, 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 no. It's the opposite. More niggas will shoot at women daily than women will shoot at men. It's a very small percentage of men that get quote-unquote hollered at by women. 
you it's a lot of circumstances. You got to be attractive, with money, available. You got to have not fucked none of this bitch homegirls. Not even looked at, talked at, texted to none of the bitch homegirls. I got to like you. You got to be dark-skinned if I like dark-skinned niggas. You got to be light-skinned if I like light-skinned niggas. And I got to not be insecure or scared just for me to even attempt to say hi in your DMs as a nigga. So that's I rare. don't think so. Nowadays, you really just got to have a baby mama. You got to have somebody else and then they going to want you. Think about it. <laughs> It's a lot of, it's these hoes more women have kids than men, meaning it's a lot of men with five, six, seven kids, mm. and then a lot of niggas with no kids. You see what I'm saying? Women, it's spread out. A lot of women, yeah, I got one, I got two, I got two, I got one. That's you by don't a- You find a lot with a lot of kids. Yeah, and that's by a handful of niggas. It's not as evenly spread out because women want an alpha male, whereas men want any woman that will fuck with them if that makes sense like because we can't afford to be picky Mm -hmm. i have i have put myself in a situation i got a little bit more money i'm a little bit more attractive i can be kind of picky because i have a few more options but even then i can't just be like no to random box i gotta take what i could get and I'm making money and got a podcast and rapping in men's cities and shit and i still gotta take what i could get sometimes it's better quality, but I'm not finna say no to seven eights because I'm looking for some ten like a woman can. Nigga, you gonna get shot at ten times a day. Seven days a week, that's 70 niggas. And that's not counting the ones that double back, triple back. <laughs> women ain't doing that. If you hop in and niggas DMs is a woman and I say I got a girlfriend, that bitch is leaving most of the time. It's so goddamn rare that a woman is going to keep trying. I had to have already got that pussy first. Right. And she missed the dick. Ain't no nigga just got. No, 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 no. There's there's dick that does that. You see what I'm saying? Thank God I've been blessed. There's dick that does that. But there's not just no nigga out here where I'm be like, nah, I got a girlfriend. And she's like, oh, well, fuck that bitch. That's, oh my God, the amount of rarity that is. That's like. Well, I you know what? My baby did do the tattoos, but them bitches, they keep doing it. You got to think, though. A lot of times it's supply and demand. That's what I say. I, that's what I say. He do do tattoos. I haven't met one tattoo artist that don't get boxed. They could be the ugliest nigga. Bitches need tattoos for free. So, like... Cap, I mean, cap. Not, no cap at all. Exactly. Okay. Like, okay. A, a lot of times, all women have to pay for certain things is box. But box, depending on how it's properly advertised, can be worth zero dollars or be worth millions of dollars. I've heard a rumor. I'm not going to say where I heard it from or who I heard it from, that I, Ashanti was, was escorting in motherfucking Dubai. For millions of dollars each. Like, you got to pay this bitch $2 million for her to pull up on you. And you might get some pussy. Shut up. He's in my heart of rumor. Would I, if I was making billions of dollars... You had no pimp talk. (laughs) Would I, if I was making billions of dollars, pay $2 million for Ashanti to pop some pussy online? Yes. I'm making billions. Two million dollars is me throwing ones, basically. You goddamn right. So if I'm Ashanti and Ja Rule ain't touring no more, so I ain't really touring no more. But I'm still 
<laughs> All right, I'm going to head down. But I'm still... <laughs> you know goddamn well Ashanti ain't doing no tours without Ja Rule. What song she going to perform that you going to listen to? Rain on me. You foolish for even saying that. You foolish for even saying that. You in about that 2,000 other people. was definitely in the video. Look, he was definitely right. in the video. He definitely is going to have to be on stage while she doing this. Yes, he was in the video. You can't name 10 videos from Ashanti that Ja Rule wasn't in. You can't name six. I can't Exactly. So, do you think she's going to make $2 million on tour? They you, already canceled one of her shows last year. You know goddamn well she gonna have to pop that pussy for 45 seconds. These niggas not finna last in that box. So two million for 45 seconds and all you gotta do is dress in lingerie first? You do that three times and you got eight million? Yeah. You better do it. What, bitch? Two million? There's nothing in your life worth two million, apparently, because you don't have two million. So, and this is my favorite thing to say, okay, ladies, okay, and this is very important, and this is why I said pussy can pee from zero to billions of dollars worth. You cannot, aver you, you gotta advertise that box, because you can't just be like, I'm entitled to a certain amount of money for this pussy if you don't have these things. You can't say that pussy is worth a Rolls Royce if you got a Chrysler. Your pussy is worth a Chrysler. How much did he pay for it? How much did he pay for it? Because if a nigga bought you a car, if a nigga bought you a house, then that pussy is worth a car and a house. That goes back to what I was saying. Men pay for women to make them happy. So if you don't got shit and you're a strong, independent woman and your kids is alone and not getting taken care of, how much is that pussy? How much is it worth? Why are you doing things on your own if that pussy's worth 10000 and that's what you're telling me when I inbox about it? Oh, nah. you'd have to pay me 10000 for that box. How if you don't have 10000 You only need 700 You really should be asking for that much. I might have that, actually. But I, <laughs> I might have that actually. But with that we being, we probably could do some right. Things. Like like that could actually be. But see, then then women get talked out talked about crazy. That's why everybody tells you. And my my favorite rapper Primo Rice says this, and I agree with this. I don't judge women by your past. What I will judge you on though, if you've been fucking a bunch of lame ass niggas, if every nigga that you told me about is broke, if None of your kids is being taken care of and you got two or three and you if you got two baby daddies and both of them abandon you How good is that pussy? You aired out, bitch. You gotta be. You aired the fuck out. Like, think about it. You can't talk about no good pussy, nothing if that nigga all your baby daddies are right. gone. There ain't Hell no, you if can't your baby daddy no ain't blowing up your phone and sending you money for kids just so he could sniff some pussy, how good is it? On a scale of one to ten. On a scale of one to ten, if your kids ain't taken care of, baby girl, look, I can tell you right now. It don't matter how crazy that bitch is. If that box is good, them kids is taken care of. 
Because I want some more. Because I want some more. Okay. I could tell you right now. Is is bitches I can't stand. And I had to cut one of them off recently. I hope she don't listen to this because she don't know she cut off yet. But with that being said, I got this little chick that's there in Houston that I don't fuck with no more. But that box is kind of expensive. Not directly expensive. I never pulled money out of my pocket. Hey, I want some pussy. But... When I go down there, she don't eat McDonald's. My kids come all the time. You see what I'm saying? Like, she don't stay in the comfort suites. She don't go to movies. I gotta spend money. Like, I gotta take this bitch somewhere. You see what I'm saying? Where are you taking her? Where are you going? Where does she gotta go then? Okay, so... Me and said girl is the type to go to, like, the aquarium but pay for the extra experience. And then she go holler at the girl that works at the ticket booth and try to bring her home for both of us. So if she going to go holler at that girl and bring her home so now I got two girls to spend time with, yeah, I don't care if it's $45 and $45 for the extra experience. That's what you want to do? You want to go, like, almost touch the motherfucking fish and shit? Go ahead. I don't give a fuck, bitch. You could go ride. You say you want to swim? Right. Bitch, you could go ride this single. Because I'm finna go ride two seagulls. Can I get two scuba suits over here? Exactly. Right. You want me to jump in the water? I hate water, bitch. I'm jumping in the water. Because you're doing what... Because the pussy Right. Right. And then it's... And then, then of course, like that... But that's what I mean by the box good. Like, if she like girls and stuff like that, or she do backflips in the bed, all of that applies. Like, if she do stuff that other girls won't do for you, yeah, you got to spend that money. Okay? So... It's... it's, but, But... How hard do you think it is for a nigga that don't got money to look at niggas with money that may not even, quote-unquote, be as attractive or I would treat the bitch right? They looking like, why don't I have this girl and I would treat her like the world? What world can you give her working at Foot Locker, working at Target? Do yourself a world first. Right. What, like, what, like you got to be able to build an establishment for yourself and stand on something before you can introduce anybody to any type and of And I'm life. not... And I'm not talking about the niggas at Foot Locker that's like high-ranking members at Foot Locker that's shoe plugs, that's making thousands of dollars during Black Friday. You niggas made a hustle out of Tiny job. at the beginning. The yeah. still in training but been there for six months. Yeah if, you need, yeah, if you need that 925 to actually pay your bills and you want a girl that you see with fucking pink, you couldn't afford the hair this bitch wears. Okay. And you want some of that box? You couldn't afford the jacket this bitch got on and you want some of that box? How does that make sense? Your check was five fifty. Her hair was five fifty. And you wanna be and you want this bitch to 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 to, to, to do backflips for you cause you faithful? This bitch don't care for a nigga that's faithful. She want a nigga with money. And it's not and it's not necessarily money. It's stability. It's the ability to feel like this nigga can take care of me. And that's not wrong for a woman because they are the nurturers. They take care of our children. So you're goddamn right. They, if, if this bitch makes fucking $50,000, you see what I'm saying? And you want her to quit her job and have your kids, you got to make more than 50 bands. Or at least 50 bands. 
Because you gotta be able to be... You gotta literally take over the shit that she was just doing. You gotta at least be on that level. If she had her own apartment and her own car, you gotta come into the bitch with your own apartment and your own car. Of course you could... I'm a pimp. Of course I didn't been broke and got some pussy out of bitch that I shouldn't have been fucking. But that's why I'm not with her now. I couldn't keep her. I was broke. I got her. What I'm gonna do with the bitch now? I'm looking at her now, and she like, yeah, oh, I like you. The dick was good. What next? I gotta go to work. For real, this can is broken. <laughs> I gotta go to work. Oh, what the fuck? You, you, you gotta go to work. I thought you was gonna spend time and money on me. I gotta go make the money. Well, damn, when am I see you next? Well, shit, I work six days a week. It's kind of hard to have a whole girl that you don't make more money than and you want to work six days a week. So you can't spend time with her. You can't spend money on her. You lost her. It was a chick I was dating. And this changed my perspective on women. And I'm going to say her name and I'll think about bleeping it out. Um, yeah, so it's this chick I was dating named Jasmine. And for the longest time... For the longest time, I blamed Jocelyn for our relationship not working. Granted, was she kind of a shallow chick? Yes. Bitch was definitely shallow. But Stop getting up in there. I was not financially ready to date a bitch that was finna go get her master's degree. She had just got to a point where she was finna... She, like, she, when I was dating her, she was on her last year, finna get her degree, and then she was gonna go to school for her master's. She didn't pay for her car, but she had a car. She didn't pay for her dorm, but she had a dorm. This was at a point where I was living with my fucking... Sugar baby. This was at a point where I was living with my fucking grandparents. She liked me, but what could I actually do for this bitch? I was working at Burlington, like... I was I was so simped out for the chick. I was trying to get her this lifestyle. I'm in this bitch trying to take shit from the job to give her for her birthday because I couldn't afford to pay for it. So he was thieving at Burlington. He just committed. Thieving. Oh no, nigga, they caught me. What the fuck? I mean, I got. It's they caught me. What the fuck? I got away with something. Why are you stealing this? Then you work here, bro. I had to get the bitch. Bro, this bitch. And the sad part is, this nigga was like, dog, this ain't the first time this happened. They be stealing for that bitch. That's why this simp shit don't work, bro. Y'all gotta stop doing this simp shit, bro. It make you look bad. You see how bad I sound on this podcast talking about this simp ass shit I'm saying? I can't never... And I, I'm willing to say this shit because I've done it all, bro. I've been the soft nigga. I've been the weak nigga. And I've also been the nigga that'll get bread out of chick. But at the same time, it's about look. It's not wrong for a woman to want niggas that got money because... What the fuck ain't the whole term is providing niggas getting money out of females ain't no broke niggas getting money out of females i had to get my own money before i started getting money out of bitches bro broke niggas is getting money out of females not it's, clam it's the illusion bitch. it's the illusion the ain't bit- no illusion shit no well no you, you're right the illusion it's, that the, the bitch thinking this nigga got some shit yes here, yes right it's here. the illusion Rhyming, then the motherfucker just drain she, she she don't got. know he broke 
or she don't know he broke and know he ain't finna get no money and ain't is gonna give him some pussy. It's you gotta lie somewhere. You either gotta lie and Maybe. say you got it, or you gotta lie and say you finna get it, and she trusting you and she having faith in you and she investing in you, and that's why bitches be ready to kill niggas. That that causes the real depression. And the real motherfucker going up, that's really where that shit be coming from. And then that's the worst part. The worst part is to realize your man is broke after the pregnancy test come back positive. Shut the fuck up. That'd be the worst. That hurt the worst. Because now you... It's the boy. (laughs) If he leave, the baby, you're going to have to take care of the baby by yourself. And if he stay, you're going to have to take care of the baby by yourself because he don't got no money. It's 2019. It's the year of child support. Women got to understand that if you put a broke nigga on child support, you're not getting anything. Not a dime. And jail ain't doing that for him. You're going to put him in jail and not get anything. He's going to be out of jail. You're not going to get anything. And if he stay with you, he broke. What are you getting? And then you get mad when a bitch fuck a dude that got... Three, four baby mamas, but all the kids got Jordans on. This nigga got money. He can take care of me. I'm going to be upset if he cheats on me, but my child's going to be taken care of. I'm probably going to be taken care of. That, that is so true. Bitches, rather, if you cheat, have some motherfucking money for me to wipe my Cheating is a rich man. Relationships is a sport for people that not even well off. People that are taking care of themselves. You see what I'm saying? People that are providing for themselves. If you got something going for yourself, relationships and and for men, women it don't matter. Be cute or throw that ass. One of the two. Make a decision. Be cute. Throw that ass. Be a freaky. Do one of the. Do something tangible. Do something that men like. If you don't want to make your own money, women, do something that men like because that's what we pay for. We pay for women to make us happy. So when you wonder why this girl strips and she likes to be naked herself and then men pay for something that she likes, yes, I would do that too. So my question, my big question is, how can you even want to be in a relationship how can you say you want or need a relationship or that a relationship is going to fix you if you are depressed you are suicidal you are struggling with anxiety how do you know the relationship is a relationship is a solution a partner is a solution for you you don't know but you guess this is what happens to people People put no. People put themselves in a situation, but that's what they do. But that's they, how anxiety is. Yeah, yeah, game, yeah, it? yeah. But that's the thing. People put themselves in a situation. They're depressed. They don't know if they're depressed, but that's the word they're gonna use. I'm depressed. I'm hurting. I'm sad. I'm I'm depressed. I need something. What are things that other people said that they used? To make themselves feel better. Make them happy. They've used, My man makes me happy. Okay. I want that man. You see this girl talking about, man, I was so down, broken, sad, and depressed, but then I got me a man. Or you see this nigga, man, Ooh. I was having such a bad day that I smoked this blunt. Or you see this nigga, man, I just got a raise. I just got a raise. I just got a new car. I just hit this lick. Congratulations. I, I just got married. I just went to this studio. I just wrote this hit song. Any I just fucking did this thing show. that somebody else is doing that you're not doing, you're envious of it, and it's just, you're putting pity on your I can life. Tell you, now you're more depressed. I can tell you right now, social media 
causes more anxiety and depression in young people than anything else. And the reason being, back in the day, you didn't, you never, people didn't used to know how broke they were. Mm. That is gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, gonna, it's gonna sound weird, but it's like, yeah, there was a few rich kids in school, but it was just a couple of them. Now, it's people living bad that's literally seeing every single person that they add living good. They may not even actually be living good. You see them living good, though. You see them doing straight, though. You see them enjoying their life, though. Mm-hmm. Like Every day. Think about Taking it. Taking their flights and eating their steaks. And, and, and I hate to say it like this because I don't know if there's somebody that this is happening with me. And if so, you can call me and I can talk to you about shit that I'm going through. But I, I would hope not. But I got a feeling that it's a nigga right now that writes songs and raps and shit, right? That don't got no money working a regular job. And they may accidentally look at my Instagram and see me in Vegas, see me doing battles, see me getting thousands of views and shit on something that they want to do. Look at this nigga. Why the fuck it got to be him and why it can't be me? And it may put them into a depression. Why am I even here on this? And that's crazy. And the the worst part is, to that person, I would want to say, you can always call me. You can always hit me up based on that because I want to tell you some of the shit that I'm going through. I want to tell you some of the shit that... It don't matter. And I said this in an earlier podcast, but I'm going to always repeat this shit because this is one of my favorite lines. And I'm always going to use this and it's forever going to be embedded in me. When you're broke, the only problem you have is you're broke. You don't know your other problems until you fix that one. Poor people, their only problem is that they're poor. The reason poor people get so mad at rich people about, ah, my this and my that, my that, and they be like, I never had no problems since I was rich. You don't know that. You don't know what problems you have until you fix the problem that you got money. You, you hop on if you want to. I want to say what you said, though. Remember you said in your first podcast, you said the illusion. I got to give you the illusion yes. that I got. So when people look at social media, you're right. Depression does kick in. One thing, you're not paying attention to yourself. Exactly. You're paying attention to other people. To and what you don't even realize is that nine times out of ten, them other people are giving you an illusion that they may be it's rich. It's not real. But they're not rich. It's not Just real. like even, even right now at this very fucking moment. Oh, they got a podcast. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Until I start mine. Not even paying attention to yourself, but that's what happens when you we are trying to take shit. care of your depression <laughs> and you're looking at other people. Oh, she used a man. Oh, she used money. You need to look at yourself and, and figure out what makes me happy. What do, what do I need? That's what so that's what's wrong with the depression because that you're that part is gone in them. Figuring out what you need. They can no longer see that they are important in life and they do matter and they it is something in them that makes them great something in them they has that god put on her you have a purpose it may not be what you's chasing out of right now but my child you have a purpose all right so if you can just stop be still listen and then you will understand your purpose your reason for being here and enjoy that and lift up to it and just you know, be happy about it, then you you wouldn't even care about nobody else and what they got going on. All right. Tina and her and her Bentley. 
moments like this is why I I started this because I have a confession. And there's a lot of people in my family that actually don't know this. A few of my friends do know. And it goes back to exactly what we was talking about. Depression, suicide, and finance. I'd say about two years ago, it was 2017, close to 2018. It's before I had dreads, before the rap, any of that. I had recently lost my job. The the girl I was dating was on some girl of your dreams type shit, but exactly what I was talking about. I could not afford to be with her at that time, but I had got her. So when I lost her, it hurt me more. It didn't just hurt me emotionally because I wanted her. It hurt my pride financially because I knew that that was the reason I lost her because I didn't have the money for it. Right. So you self-destructed. Exactly. We almost had a child. And I'm one of the main reasons that she got rid of this child. And it wasn't even on no actually going to a clinic. It was on some negative getting rid of this child things is because she didn't want to bring a kid into this world that she could not afford to take care of. And she already had one in this world that she was not properly taking care of. So I lost the girl, lost my means to make money, lost my job, and then did not know how I was going to pay my rent. I was at probably the lowest point I was ever at in my life. You see what I'm saying? And I was, uh, the, the, I remember it like it was, like it was yesterday. It was, when I tell you, it was right outside of Walmart, sitting inside one of them 18 wheelers that they just have open and empty with a bottle of some pills and a pistol that I had got from one of my partners. And I just kind of sat there and just contemplated and cried and contemplated. And I was like, what do I have to offer to anybody out here? My family would be hurt. They would be sad if I disappeared. But do they need me here? My girl gone. Gone. She killed my kid. Killed my child. And I don't. I lost my job. And I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to pay to stay in my house. Am I am I gonna have to go back to 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 being on the street again? I was there before for six months. Mm-hmm. Am I gonna have to go back to that? Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm I'm not physically able. I couldn't go back to the military at that time. I didn't know what to do. There's nothing left for me. When I tell you I sat up for 22 hours in that motherfucking, in that 18-wheeler, just contemplating, just sat there, just, you know what I mean? And there was points, it was it was inches. You know what I mean? I never pulled the trigger or nothing stupid like that, but it was, it was inches. And I've tried before when I was younger, but that was depression over stupid shit. I would never be sad about no shit like that ever again. So I'm not even bringing... I'm talking... This was probably the worst. Because... The... The only thing, honestly, that... That got me out of it... Was... Somebody drove past and I heard a song. And I was like... Man, that song is terrible. But that beat is great. I can make that song better. And then it kind of... For a moment, it kind of took me out of that mindset. Hmm. Listen to the song, listen to the instrumental for a little while. It kind of talked me down. Then I got a, I had got a phone call, and some money that I was waiting on, it had finally came through. I thought the shit was gone to the wind. It actually had came through, so I was able to pay my rent. That gave me a month. At that point, it had gave me a month. Had I not went through that process, that 22 hours, 
I wouldn't have made it to that phone call. My problems was a few hours away. I know it, it lasted a long time, but the, the start of my problems being, getting to those steps to being resolved was a few hours from that situation. And I, I almost did not make it there. And to this day, I think about that. I think about how many people don't know, how many people listen to everything that I say, not just daily, I mean, not just weekly on this podcast, daily. People call me about their issues. People call me. You know that. You know to hit me up. Even if it's just regular, Ayan knows to hit me up. Tony, all the time, people know to call me because I'm going to give them everything and i'm not just going to give them everything out of my heart i'm going to use everything that i've been taught to properly articulate it to you so that way not only do you get the love that you need you get the words that you're supposed to hear right, right. but there was a point i couldn't give myself those words and it took something that i knew that was was more than me and that's this music okay whether or not i, I i've I, i'm not good at a whole lot of shit i can talk really well and apparently I can rhyme words really well. So those two things I can do without me actually having to try. And I'm better than 90% of the world at, the, at those two things without actually working at it. So those two things drive me because in my mind, what if I worked at it? What if I could turn that 90 into 95? What if I could turn that 95 into 99? What if I'm better than 99% of the world at, at talking? At, at rapping, at singing, at people pay for stuff like that. And it's not even necessarily the money, it's just, how good are you? You're already good as far, how good, how good can it get? Try a little bit. And in that moment, when I was at my lowest, it took something that wasn't a part, of, it hit me indirectly. That song hit me without me thinking about the song because that's what my it, it's in my body music is so when i heard the beat and i'm like this shit is tra this this nigga's trash who is this let me hear this song. let me try this because if i make this song it's going to be way better and one of the songs on my mixtape that's a cover is that song it's a song that i heard you see what i'm saying i'm not going to go into detail but it's one of the songs on my album I've heard this song and I'm like, this nigga did not do this song the right justice it was supposed to do and I ended up putting it on my on my own. But I'm not gonna lie. That's why I never tell people, don't be sad. It's okay to cry. It's it's not even that. It's more of let's not get to the don't be sad. Let's get to the why and see if it can be fixed. And if it can't be fixed, mm -hmm. what needs to happen is the steps need to be taken. Mm -hmm. That's it. If I can't fix your problem, when you call me, nigga, I'm going to tell you what the first step is, at least. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, hey, nigga, I don't know how to get you from being broke to making this money. But what I can tell you is, start here. I was just say, that's a start. You just have to learn how to kind of communicate. You can't sit there in a the fucking closet and think somebody's just going to open it all the time. If I don't know you in that closet, how do I know to open it? There's so many Bible verses that people like to quote, but this is one that I don't hear that often. Faith without work is dead. I always I tell what is it? faith without work is dead. You know why? 
I always tell Do people. Do you know what they, what, um. I wish I did. Okay. I wish I did. I, I, anybody that could look that up for me, it'd be great. Put it in the comment section or whatever. It would be great. But this is one thing I, and this is why I live by that Bible verse. And anybody that calls me, texts me, they know. My favorite line, have faith. And the reason I'm allowed to say have faith more than anybody else, because I'm going to work. So if I tell you, have faith in we're going to go this place. I tell you to have faith so that way we can work towards making what you have faith in a reality. You can't just have faith that you're going to go to heaven one day. How about you have faith that that car that you're praying for, you work towards it, and we start having faith that you're going to get it, then you get it. Everything that I've been wanting, I've been trying to put myself in a position. Just put myself in a position. I rap, bro. This shit is luck. If, if eventually one day one of these songs hit, it'll be lucky. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to put myself in a position to be luckier than anybody else. I got to. I got to. Because I was at that low point where I was like, man, the only thing that could fix my problems is making this money. So I stopped being depressed about not having it, and I started going make it. And, and I started upgrading it. And you can't live your life not taking risks. And you're going to fail. And it's going to be annoying. And it's going to be gay. And it's going to hurt. Now, I'm not going to say gay. Let's stop doing that. Gay doesn't mean bad. It's going to be annoying. It's going to be, it's going to piss you off. It's going to upset you. You see what I'm saying? But you only got one life. So you fuck up. Are you dead? No. If you're not dead, try something else. Try again. Keep working. The depression is the hardest thing to get past in life. I've seen things that I nobody should see. And I know some of y'all have seen worse. Some of y'all haven't. And I can't give y'all the answers. But what I can tell y'all is the first step to fixing some of your depressive thoughts some of your depressive actions is looking within yourself and stop trying to look at the bigger picture all the time look within yourself see what the picture is and take the first step just just step step forward one time god damn you took two steps forward and one step back think about if you took no steps forward it would have just been one step back Okay, you're not going as fast as you want to go. Who cares? It's your life. And if you got kids, you now have two legacies. Because not only do you have to make sure that your legacy lasts, you also got to make sure that your kids are living a legacy that's going to be better than yours. Thanks. Do not put depression in your children. They need to see Superwoman and Superman. Depression those, is. Those are true sicknesses. Depression. It's anxiety, real. It's real. It's, it's a true sickness. It's real. But and you cannot fight it alone, and you have to stop trying to fight it alone. You have to recognize it, open your mouth, and communicate with someone, and then seek for help. Allow yourself to get help. Allow yourself to grow, and allow yourself to recognize I have this thing that I deal with, and I mean I have this situation. I have this. This, this disease, that's what it is. Yep. But I can work through it. There's a cure for it. All diseases, just like 
any cancer has natural remedies. So you don't have to take medications for this shit. Some people, it helps. There was a point where I was on medications and things like that. I stopped that. Reason being, because I went to school for psychology and I was able to raise myself to enough of a mental plane where I don't need that. And now I try to give that to other people. That's why I have a podcast. That's why I talk this shit. Because a lot of times, people don't have a spot, don't have a place to listen to to their ideas. They don't have a place where they feel like they're accepted. And I want you to know, anybody, listen, we accept you. And you think about the saying? influence. We got all these influences in the world. Why? What are you trying to influence? Nobody wants to come out about anything if they're not going to feel like it's a community I can come out to. Facts. I'm just being honest. They go hand in hand just like the LGBT community situation. Like, yeah. oh, it started as a small thing and now they're just coming out about it because they have, they feel like they have a community that is welcoming them, welcome, welcoming them out. Mm-hmm. You know, so we'll, like, oh, why am I getting tongue tied with that welcoming word? Goddamn, welcoming. I'm just fucking it up. <clears throat> Okay, but they have a community they feel like that they that they're open to come to. So that's why with depression and with and anxiety, nobody's talking about it. Everybody's feeling closed. So it's just continuing to eat at people, continuing to hide away, continuing to not be talked about and suicide rate is just continuing to rise. In adults, kids. Like you it's can't sad, keep going man. around with that stuff just going about. Yeah. Speaking of anxiety. How do you feel about the Summer Walker situation? You, uh, you I wasn't a fan. I'm not a fan. I'm a fan of her music. I'm not a fan of her. So I have no valid opinion on her. Like a lot of people that, oh, you, you know, a lot of people are valid. A lot of people is arguing that, oh, if you wasn't a fan of her, if you didn't know her, if you didn't understand her, you have no right to voice right. an opinion about it. Hmm. You right and you wrong because I mean opinion is opinion. Everybody got one just like an asshole. But you right on the subject of how are they able to say, Oh, this girl is faking the front if you never you really never paid attention to her before she dropped oh this song or that song, you know? And that's true. My my real raw opinion on it is, hell, if she has social anxiety, then I feel like she went about everything okay. I don't feel like I don't feel like she really did, took it the wrong way. Cause my thing is, when you get, it's just like anybody's dream. You get this dream, you got an opportunity. Uh-huh. They don't give you days and days to say yes or no. Oh, you know what? I don't know. I don't know what she got. But yes. you get you get a chance to say yes or no, and you either take it. She took that chance to say yes. With her anxiety and all of that, I understand it. But like everybody say, oh, you got a chance, you can try to work through that. She probably thought, I can try to work through it. Y'all got to understand, it wasn't like she just picked it up one day and dropped it off one day. She took her time with the shit. She did honestly take her time into this music shit and say she gave it a chance. She didn't give the tour shit a chance, but she gave the music shit a chance. This is what I'm going to say. There are certain things... That you should know you not finna fuck with. She didn't have to do meet and grits. She did them. What I mean by that is, don't hype me up and disappoint me. If you never mention a meet and greet, I'm not finna think I'm finna meet Summer Walker. She finna be late, give me a hug, take a picture with me and be good. 
Instead, you tell me that's what's finna happen. Then I get there. I can't take a picture with you. I can't be next to you because you got social anxiety. Okay, you, me listening to your music, I'm still gonna listen to your music if you don't have a meet and greet. But you had one. Then you came to this bitch and did no part of the meet and greet part. No, no, fuck, fuck no. She did her autograph. She talked to them people. Just because she didn't want to sit in your motherfucking lap don't mean she didn't meet and greet. Just because she didn't want to picture you holding her don't mean she didn't meet and greet. Meet. Bitch, you don't want to sit in my lap. At least lean over when we take the picture. God damn it. No. She's not required to do that. Take the picture. And she has... she has Take the, the right picture. To say, just, I don't have to touch you. Goes. Take the picture. Only Some... reason you have to understand the only reason she stopped was because of the backlash. Was because her fake ass fans was faking the friend. Those the motherfuckers who was faking the friend. She never lied about who she God was. God damn it! She never I'm, we your fans. Bitch. They not you a got, fan. They wasn't a look. fan. Is what you not understand? And listen to it. Hey, none of these bitches is your fans if they don't know that you gonna talk this shit. If they don't know that you gonna talk dirty about a hoe. They not your say. fan if they get offended by anything you I say. Mean, Tell me I'm not lying. No, no, no. Because I'm gonna get out. I'm not gonna that's lie. I'm, true. I'm, I'm getting offended now. But her mama, she has very Valid points on how but she her music. You gotta take it just you gotta take it into a nigga's perspective, into ATM's perspective. Not just a nigga take it into your perspective. Why is anybody on your page if they do not agree with the entire you from the top of the she head to the bottom of the feet? She was open about she, every fucking she thing. She wasn't really open about the fact that she didn't want to take pictures. She if she would have said that prior, people wouldn't have asked her. I don't think it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was Touching all on her to take a picture. I don't agree with that either. But what about what about the way she was standing in the outfit at the at the Grammys? Why do you have to go to these things if you're gonna sit there? You and honestly kind of have to go nah, to nigga, most, a lot don't. of things. A, a lot of things you kind of have to go to, and if you're not going, where's your motherfucking excuse? I mean, she wasn't finna win shit anyway. She definitely won. What did she win? She won. She won something? I didn't watch the girls, but she won some. That's why that's why her fucking pitch and everything was going around. She won some. She's like, um, thank you, one of them track. Um, she said, um, like twenty times. So everybody was talking about her. I mean, she, look, why she ain't do like the weekend and just be ghost and make the music? Bro, that's the thing is because she decided to give it a try. She did terribly. Her backlash on her fake ass fans was what made her just say Fuck it. Okay, so when you do something terribly, nobody's allowed to say anything? What did she do terrible? The meet and greet. She's a terrible celebrity. She's an awesome R&B singer. She's not a great celebrity. I what, I, I see my what I mean by that is, great celebrities don't have social anxiety. Oh. Or if they do, True. they fake it extremely well. Like Anthony. You know who has terrible stage fright? The nigga that performs on stage all the time. Mm-hmm. I just hide it really well. You know why? Because I'm a good performer. She's a great singer. She's a terrible performer. She is a terrible celebrity. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with you being a terrible celebrity. But when I tell you you're not that great at being a celebrity, how is it me attacking you for having social anxiety? Bitch, when I see my R&B celebrities, I want you to be R&B and celebrity. She's been literally attacked since the time she's come out. 
Oh, I like to take sit downs. I don't like to What the fuck celebrity time. hasn't been attacked? Name me one celebrity that ain't been attacked. And they, they're very vocal about it. And what do they do? Suck it up? No, they don't fucking suck it up. Everybody cries about it, but she the only one who gets. Oh, she the oh, only one getting damaged oh, like that, bro. Oh, fucking celebrities get wrong. talked about you constantly. Khloe Kardashian. Who Kylie? is Khloe Kardashian? You know, you know what? Fans act entitled because they buy these people music. That's a fact. I'm not saying that's, that's, I'm not saying that's a lie. I'm not saying that's a lie. I'm not saying that's a lie. But the thing is, you want somebody to take a picture with you. Most of the people that sing and that are artists, they use music for therapy. Just like you need therapy, they need therapy. They're not asking to be a celebrity. They're asking to sing. Like and the problem is with a lot of fans is... No, she had a fucking cleaning business, bruh. The, the issue with a lot of fans is a lot of these fans want to sit there and, oh, you should take this picture with me because I spent all this money. Like, well, why, why can't an artist just be an artist and go home? These fans want to allow these artists to be artists. Their music to them may be therapy just like their music to you is therapy. Let's go back with the, okay, well, since we want to say social, social, uh, social walker, <laughs> Summer Walker is weird. You have, um, God damn it, Rashida, mm-hmm. who a fan, she didn't want to take a picture with them unless they bought some. And it's, that's I mean, her motherfucking right. That's the, that's the issue. People don't want, artists at the end of the day are still humans. And folks should let people be human. If an artist is nervous, has anxiety or something like that, you have to, the human side of you should be able to identify with that. You shouldn't feel so entitled just because you're buying their music or because you're a fan. And if you feel so in some type of way, just don't buy their music and just not I mean, be a I'm fan. I'm going to buy your music, but you don't got to perform. Like, why are you performing then if you can't do it? Because it's part of her artistry. Ah. An artist, it's what, artistry. It's contract you signed at the very beginning. And then sometimes they're obligated to do You that. don't get to alter the contract. Yeah. I mean, and, but that's why she just said, fuck it. So that at the end of the day, she kind of she said, fuck lost this country. Money. Probably fuck <laughs> some of the music she, she didn't make. Yeah, like, lost, a lot of things she, she said, fuck, you know? So, yeah, before we go ahead and close, was there anything that you wanted to say? Just as far as this show goes, when it comes to depression and anxiety, um, if you have any kind of suicidal thoughts, if you are insecure, if you're dealing with anything that you're struggling through, Mentally, emotionally, physically, socially. I don't care if it's financially, spiritually. If you have an, a problem understanding what God you thought you were worshiping and which one you're supposed to worship, seek some help. Facts. It's okay to open your mouth Talk and open your heart and open your mind just a little bit and stop Talk being such a closed shell. Crabs do come out and walk around, they definitely do. I would know. I am one. It takes one to know one. When you get that pride out of the way, you're a bad bitch or a bad boy. I promise you. And that's that's the best. That's just the hardest step. Just the pride thing. You like, um, okay, I don't want to tell somebody I'm struggling with depression because then they're going to judge me. Or, you know, the judge thing or you thinking about what they, like, Judging, that's Talk all that shit. shit. Like, what they'll think about you, what they'll say about you, how they gonna feel about you, all of that. Because it goes into character on 
should I even come back out? Should I even come out about it? But you, and you should. You shouldn't have to second guess yourself. It should be somebody, at least one person in this world that you should be able to feel like I can go to them. And if it ain't, get you some money and hire some help. Because they, they are practiced to be there. They know what to do and they know what to say and they know how to help. Talk. So get the help. Yeah. My yeah. name is Dominique. Nick with the news. Nick, Nick. Um, whatever you want to call me, shit. I'm o- I'm an open box. I'm cool, calm, collected. I don't really mind. I don't care for people just sitting there struggling with their day-to-day life. Because, hey, we all struggle. But if you can get up, then you don't want to struggle no more. You, you already recognize the struggle and you want to beat it and you want to overcome it. So I'm, I'm, I'm that person. Um, you can talk to me. You can text us. Um, the group as a whole or somebody, one of us individually, oh, yeah, if you we'll like somebody, you if up. you like one of the hosts individually, you like they vibe, we're going to vibe We'll definitely back. contact you. Yeah. We'll, we, we write back. We answer back. We answer all of our DMs. I mean, my number is up there. You can text me. And if we ain't saying. answered you and you feel like we've ignored you in any kind of way, shape or form, please call yeah, me yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Call me yeah. Out. You got our Facebooks is up. Our Instagrams is up. Put us on blast. So that we can take care of you, we can take care of everybody, you see what I'm saying? And with that being said, this young guy the pimp. I don't put hoes on a strip, I use a smooth talker, a swift hand to break down the bitches, the respect that I get. Energy, effort, it's the time to spend. My time is money. Set it on reimburse every cent. And if that don't make sense, you wasn't listening to the Pimp Talk Podcast. And I am Dominique. Follow me on Instagram at Dominique Shanice.